All right. So Ken and Lisa Waters Lane, we come each week with this segment just to go over the Q&A, the questions. What, what are other gardeners talking about? And there's something to be learned. You know, I, had, I was teaching a garden class last week. It was on how to prepare dirt, mm. like the simplest of, of, <laughs> of garden topics, but the most complicated because mm-hmm. it's the, the, the soil is everything. Right. If you get that right, you can stumble your way into success. Ask any Midwest gardener. You don't have to be a gardener. You have to be, a, you have to be able to, to chuck your hat out in the <laughs> garden and watch it grow because the soil is so ripe for for so vigorous so easy we saw that in northern california you just try and it it goes here you can have that same experience but it's got to be you got to get the soil right and so that we had when the class was done there i was mobbed by like 15 people wanting to know more of the question they were really into it and some folks just hovered around the edges just to listen Mm-hmm. to the to the conversation. They didn't have a question. They just wanted to learn from sure. other folks. That's a great way to learn. And that's what we want mm-hmm. for this segment. So right. welcome to the studio, Lisa. Thank you. Yeah, frequently I hear people say, I thought I was a gardener until I yeah. moved here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, you're still a gardener. You just have to learn a little bit a little different, different techniques. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Tips and tricks that kind of work mm-hmm. here. And it's the sun, it's the alkalinity. There's certain things, the altitude, the wind, wind yeah. the seasonality of it all. Mm-hmm. And the extremes. Right now right. we're getting to the extremes. Yeah. Things are starting to grow, but it's only the things that like extreme growth. Like if we, I was looking in the back of the nursery, there's a, there's a, a honeysuckle blooming. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But it's just happy it. in the sun. just yeah. right there. Yeah. All right. So we do have some questions kind of relate to that. So Richard in Prescott was pruning his maple tree and noticed that it was really sapping, like almost like water pouring out of the tree sapping. Wants to know, uh, should he be concerned about that? Should he use prune seal or just let it do its thing? So there's a couple of things. Now, the book would say when you make a cut, seal it with that black uh, pruning paint. There's a tar. There's a special kind of paint you put on there. We've got it in spray form. Where there's one with a can that's got a brush on it. Um, I I kind of take the middle ground. So so some folks say you have to do it with every cut. Others say, oh no, it seals in the disease. I don't know. There's all this debate going on. Really, what I what I personally have found works. Mm-hmm. I did a whole bunch of pruning this week. I did not seal one of them, including maples. I noticed that with the boxwoods too. They were the grapes. They were oh. they were bleeding out like that. Uh-huh. I didn't seal them because the, there's no bugs right, right now. There's no disease. There's no pestilence roaming around. Not very much. And so I'm more worried about a fungal thing getting in there and starting mm-hmm. to eat that that live tissue. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time those things are active, it will have it will have uh, scarred over, or dried out. So at first, it's quite alarming when this tree starts to you see the sap <laughs> running down out of this wound right uh, um I, I think it's okay that evening it will cool right down the mm-hmm. sap will slow and i think it will seal itself or scab over by itself i don't think there's any need if it's really running and you're worried come in we've got some pruning paint put it on there it'll stop that um that's also why we say to to prune in the winter mm-hmm. When it's cold, the sap is less likely to be running at that point. Or if it is during the day, it, it cooled down that evening 
And then uh, it's slowed it right down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So in the summer, definitely you Ah. want to seal it. Uh, When you're pruning your roses, anything bigger than a pencil, you want to seal that because there's a little beetle that comes in that lays her eggs and it's a cane borer. Mm. There's some things that happened, but, but for just basic fruit trees, shade trees, yeah, you're probably fine. I wouldn't worry about it, Richard. Uh, if you do really want to worry about it, play it safe, come in and get some paint. Yeah, there that's you easy. Go. All right. Jennifer in Prescott Valley planted a peony in a pot last spring. Yeah. Uh, she has not trimmed it back yet, but she wants to know, is now the time? And is now the time to fertilize? Jennifer, I'm proud of you. You went and planted a peony in a pot. That is, that's, that's garden-esque. That's like, <laughs> that's out there. Usually everyone puts them in the ground or raised beds, but they're very pretty. Mm-hmm. In a container, they got this ferny foliage. They bloom in the spring. Then they got this, all this foliage is really pretty. I think that's a great way to go. Now, in the winter, they die back to the ground. So you can just whack that thing right off, just right as close to the pot as you can. Mm -hmm. And then probably give it a good watering when you're all done. You might even add a little fertilizer on top before you water it. So take some of that all-purpose plant food, sprinkle some of that, and water it in. and, and, And you'll probably see... The new peony eyes coming up oh, within three, two, three weeks. I mean, yeah, we're, we're almost is, yeah. there. So go ahead. Don't worry about it. You, it's hard to kill a peony. They've got roots that go down to minus some crazy cold <laughs> that we never see. So it'll be just fine. Yeah. Right. Enjoy. You do bring up a good point of, of watering it. So I'm finding people have not watered. Yeah. Um, and, and we really have not had a significant amount of moisture since yeah. Christmas? Yeah, before it's been a Christmas. long time. So it, it really would be a good time to get your hoses out or yeah. run your system. Um, those things need some water. Uh, when we had Right before we had that crazy cold mm-hmm. like 10 days ago, I was out there. I was shivering, had lots of layers <laughs> on, took the hose. I didn't want to turn the irrigation on. I just right. took the hose and watered all the containers mainly mm-hmm. or the brand, brand new plants. I just put them in, you know, November. I watered those because because a hydrated plant will go through that like it was a, like it was nothing. Right. A dry plant, dry and cold, that's never good for plants. So right. it's kind of an insider tip for you. Okay. Uh, next question is from Sean. He has two acres in Chino Valley. Oh. They're not ready to build yet, okay. but they want to keep weeds and all that from taking over on the property and they were thinking about putting out wildflower and some of the meadow grasses sure and just curious uh, do you need to get rid of all the weeds before you do that and is now a good time to do that now is the ideal time to put wildflowers out i mean by the end of february when your timing's peak window right now so go ahead whether it's wild grasses or wildflowers uh for them a a meadow mix Mm -hmm. actually for them Chino Valley, two acres. Um, we've got a wild, like Western native grass, mm-hmm. like what you see growing on the side of the road. The yeah. good stuff, not the tumbleweeds and the trashy, <laughs> yeah. the mm. good things. Uh, that would be great. It would. It's a taller grass. It's at maybe knee high or so. Mm-hmm. It would for sure shadow or 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 block out all the other weeds. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about. Some bull thistle, some of these really nasty weeds, whorehound. Right. Maybe that's hard, but even those like to see the sun. So mm-hmm. these are tall enough and they're aggressive enough. They'll mm-hmm. block things out. So I would say absolutely time to do it. Go for it. Um, if you can get the weeds out of there, the, as many as you can, because once you start 
putting food and water yeah. <laughs> and start nurturing this garden space. You'll be amazed. Wildflowers grow, everything starts growing. So if you can, Richard, kind of take some of that. Or was that John? Chino Valley, I Sean. remember that. Sean. <laughs> you blended it all together. Yep, there we go. <laughs> Got a lot of things going through my head. So anyway, I would say um, get the get the weeds and go for it. I think you're fine. So you could probably even, if you wanted to mix some wildflowers in with that revegetative mix, oh, yeah. you could, right? I mean, poppies, they get pretty tall. Yeah. Echinaceas, galardias, mm -hmm. these are tall wildflowers. I mean, some of the smaller ones, like little daisies and stuff, they might get shadowed out, but mm -hmm. they'll seed and they'll reach towards the uh, base of those grasses and they'll start sprouting up at the the at the feet mm -hmm. of those grasses. So often you see in a meadow, you'll see taller grasses, shorter grasses, lots of different kinds of flowers. And uh, I would think it'd be beautiful to take the Arizona mix. We make mm -hmm. a special Arizona wild flower mix and put that in with your grass and just kind of put them in the same baggie, shake and bake them, just kind of shake <laughs> them around, mix them all up and then spread that throughout the yard. Make sure that you're putting some mulch on top of that mm -hmm. seed or, or the birds will find that the seed highly attractive. Right. You don't want to put the world's, especially the grassy kind of seeds, they're bigger seeds. Mm -hmm. You don't want the birds eating your seeds. So, especially anyway. the crows. Yeah. The crows are out in full force right now. They've been harassing our dogs. <laughs> okay, come, what are you crows doing? Come see us for more. We are out of time and we'll, uh, we'll help walk you right through there. Sean from Chino Valley. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this.